It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. We'll love talking today about how to find joy in even the most difficult of times. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you uh, for joining us today for Love Talk. We're going to have fun today. <laughs> in the studio is, is some of the sweetest people in the world, and let's start right here. With Kathy and DeBrock, friends, it's great to be with you, and Coach Carrie Brinkader, great to have you in the studio as well. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. Of course, opening the show was the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, uh, blessing us with love and laughter for 35 years on Love Talk. Miss Evelyn, great to see you today. Kath, awesome to have you in studio. It is great to be in studio, and this is uh, next to our last show. We have one more show with me in studio, yes. and then it's me stream yarding in again from <laughs> I know, until I come out. Till, till, sun, till Thanksgiving time. We think so. Now, there's a chance that I might be out here end of September, October sometime. Oh, nice. So um, Eric's going to be flying out to see Aaliyah at Baylor. And uh, but I will probably come out once before Thanksgiving, at least once before Thanksgiving. Um. That that is the plan. We do have a special guest in the studio today with us. We're going to be introducing him in just a moment. Um, happy Saturday morning, friends. I just want to tell you, it's good to be alive. Life is an adventure, and we're happy to have you with us this morning. We are on this adventure together. So. Grab your coffee or your tea, as Miss Evelyn has her passion fruit tea, and uh, let's love talk today. We're in this new love season series, and friends, we need love in our life, each of us. Miss Evelyn, Coach Carrie, me, yes, definitely me. We need love in our life. Love feeds our hearts, nourishes our souls, and really strengthens us to stand. And so we have a great program for you today with a special friend who's also a contributing author for Miss Evelyn's new book, Love Walking and Love Talking. And listening friends, I tell you, this book is fantastic, Love Walking and Love Talking, because it is a series of testimonies of walking out life with Jesus Christ, making uh, the differentiating between the religion of Christianity and the relationship, the intimate relationship that we can have with Jesus getting that love that we need each and every day and talking with him and walking with him as we go through this great adventure that he has planned out for us. So we are thankful that we do have a contributing uh, guest who's written a brilliant chapter um, in Miss Evelyn's book. His chapter is titled The Adventures of Love Walking with Jesus, and boy, has he had some adventures. We're so thankful he's here. You're going to want to hear about some of the uh, unbelievable things that he's experienced and seen as he has stepped out to serve Christ in not just the United States, but many, many other nations throughout the world. Absolutely. We're, we're so thankful for that. You know, friends, Kathy's right. We all need love in our lives. And uh, I don't know where you are today um, and how you're feeling today, but keep your station here because that's what we do here on Love Talk is we um, encourage a walk with Christ because that is where we begin to feel at peace. And begin to feel that true love that never, ever leaves us. Our verse, verse for today, um, verses for today are just so profound and they have really spoken to me. Psalm 84 verses 10 and 12. Psalm 84 verses 10 and 12. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. Wow, this is this is pretty deep, Kath. I appreciate this verse because, you know, I think sometimes we get it wrong. We think, uh, you know, that that shiny life out there away from Christ sometimes really draws us in, right? That's what the world would have us believe. Social media would have us believe. The, the, the news media would have us believe that this shiny life is where it's at. You know, but this psalmist is saying, you know what, I'd rather spend one day in your court, Lord, than anywhere else on the face of this planet, because that's where I truly feel loved and that's where I know I'm home. 
Right. And that's where we experience the joy of life. I mean, yes. when we go through this adventure, can it be challenging and rough? Yes. But I tell you, it is the best story you will ever live out. I love all the adventures that Christ has planned for us. It is not a dull and boring life. <laughs> no. Uh, it is filled with plenty of uh, mountains and valleys and sparkle and a little bit of dirt, sometimes a whole <laughs> lot of dirt. Uh, but this is the one thing that I love is that he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is always with us. He is pursuing us with a winsome love, and that's the love that we get to experience each and every Every day as we love walk and love talk with our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, Miss Evelyn, you know, you were so busy getting this book ready. It is out. And uh, callers, if you or friends, if you want a copy of this book, you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. That's 512-249-6535 and request a copy. You can also go to Amazon now and get uh, Evelyn Davison. Love walking and love talking shipped straight to your home. So what have you been doing now, Miss Evelyn, that the book is out? You can kind of take a breather. Walking. <laughs> well, you got to walk the talk. <laughs> uh, we've all been busy. Uh, we've been trying to clean up. We uh, moved things from the lake house that we've had, uh, trying to get things a little bit more organized. And um, You've enjoyed cleaning out that stuff, bringing it back, yeah, all those memories. Happy I shoot it Evelyn. this way or I shoot it this way. <laughs> Kathy and I but, have had full cars, well, for sure. I, I have changed uh, waist size and because of what I'm experiencing right now. And so I have a lot of nice things, and I'm just finding friends to give away. And Van's got a stack for for our gym buffs. So. <laughs> but, you know, uh, we have been waiting for the book release, and um, it is out there. And we are getting positive, really positive um, references. Yeah, you know, and this is, I, for, I forget this as well, because, you know, Eric always reminds me, you know, Kathy, Jeff Bezos has plenty of money. Let's go other places than Amazon to order things. So I do love that your book is also available on ndpaustin.org. And so, friends, that's also a great place to go. It's NDP. It stands for National Day of Prayer. Um, Austin.org, and you can also go and order. I think you can even order an entire case if you want to yes. do it for your women's group or men's group. Our our website's a little cheaper than Amazon, uh, but it's out there. And you know what? If you gotta have help, you buy the best help you can get. And I feel like that's what we got. Not because it comes from Evelyn or the Davisons, but because it hits the heart of so many people right now whose lives are changing. Because our history is changing and our relationships are changing. And uh, I've been praying for pastors. We have a uh, 24-hour, seven-day-a-week thing with pastors. And Brian Allred, uh, who is the president of that organization, and I serve on their board of directors with, with a number of... Uh, America Praise. Yes, mm-hmm. America Praise. And uh, they're re-establishing um, uh, relationships, and they're going to move to Austin. Mm-hmm. And so we had an eye out for some things for that. So that, and then as you all said, I've been cleaning closets. <laughs> I mean, closet. My uh, our extra bedroom has always been my mom's room. I always saved it for guest room, and I've got things piled in boxes, waist high. And it's so much fun to give away stuff. <laughs> no, I know you're having a blast. I know you are, Miss Evelyn. It's been neat to to watch you do that. Well, Kathy, you've had a, a great week here in Texas. We're sad to ship you off, um, but uh, I know you always enjoy your time here. You know, when we had a great time setting up Aaliyah at her apartment, her roommate is just so lovely, and we were on the receiving end of some of those boxes from Miss <laughs> Evelyn's house. So Miss Evelyn kind of set up Aaliyah's entire kitchen with dishes and silverware and storage containers and you know you name it Aaliyah now has it she was all set up in her one of those high dollar cookers that Van just had to have (laughs) 
it didn't work yes. for him. I, you don't know how much fun I had packing that thing. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, so, yeah, we, we uh, have her all set up, and so we're heading back and, um, you know, a little bit of tears saying goodbye, but we're just so excited for her. We know at Baylor she's in really good hands. You know, I'm actually looking forward to this big prayer march in Washington, D.C., led by Franklin Graham mm-hmm. that's coming up September 26, 2020. Uh, and talking with the Faith in Action group out there to find out if there would be a church that would be willing to sponsor some mm-hmm. uh, people, just host some people um, going up there where we could just play for, pay for the plane ticket, but then we wouldn't have the added expense of the mm-hmm. hotel. And I think some people are pretty hesitant to actually stay in Washington, D.C. right now just mm-hmm. um, because of how the mayor's been handling some of those issues. So I think staying at a host home would provide a lot more comfort. And I know a lot of people are really excited to attend uh, that march is September 26th, led by Franklin Graham. And friends, I don't know if you have seen this. Um, National Day of Prayer has been asking everyone to post a prayer for our nation on a daily basis and hashtag it Nehemiah Response. So I'm trying to remember to do that every day before I do any other posting on social media. Go and do a prayer for our nation and hashtag it Nehemiah response. And also, if you want to go and look up that hashtag, you can go and see all the other all the other prayers that people are posting, praying for the United States. That is a good program. And Franklin is uh, uh, he's got a dirt heart. You know, people that have a dirt heart. Just get in the trenches. Dig a ditch and get after it. Get in the trenches, and yeah. Through the years, uh, in fact, that's how I I got in. I was became involved in um, the Christmas time shoeboxes uh, and was the regional coordinator for them for a long time. And then we divided, and now it's just, well, the churches really are responding to that need now because it's fun, mm-hmm. but it's filling it feels a place in a child's life that only God can fill. And it's been, that's been exciting. We've got that ahead of us. And just pray for Franklin uh, and pray for Ann. We're going to hear from Jim McGee later. Uh, Ann is going to be our speaker for the Governor's Prospectus next year. We're so. looking forward to that. Carrie, yeah. what about you? I know you're a busy girl always. I know. Yeah, yeah. Life is crazy, you know, with the kids starting school and cross country and all the things. And so um, it's just, you know, I feel so blessed that my kids are able to go to a place where they can go back in class and be with teachers that love them and um, really get that instruction that they need and that they can be with their friends and and play sports uh, right now. I'm just praying that all goes well with that, that our teachers stay healthy and safe and our administration and, and of course, the kids as well. But uh, I just feel absolutely blessed to be a part of that. Um, so, you know, my husband's real estate business is doing very well. It's been crazy. I don't talk about that ever on the show. I always only talk about my kids. Um, <laughs> but he's um, really... Uh, doing 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 great and that's been it's been nice to have so many people moving to central texas which is awesome um and finding them a place to live well kathy enough about me why don't you introduce our guest here right before our break okay oh my goodness how is it that we only have two minutes left in this segment it always goes by so fast okay friends you're going to want to uh make our friend your friend he's just an amazing man uh has been just a close friend of miss evelyn for years and years it is Mr. Jim McGee. He is now 71 years old, but there's a really important number in his life, and that's 12, because when he was 12 years old, he got, he came to know Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And as Jim states it in his bio, he has been walking with Jesus every day since, and mm. what an adventure uh, our Savior has taken him on. You're going to be just uh, blown away by some of the things that he has um, seen and experienced. Well, he's been married to his beautiful wife, Vicki, for over 50 years. Uh, he has two grown children and four beautiful uh, grandchildren, one at Texas Tech. All right, guns up, all you Raiders <laughs> out there. Two at Cedar Park High School in cheerleading and football. Good old Texas kiddos there. <laughs> and one in heaven waiting for everyone to mm. join him. Uh, look forward to that day. 
so Jim has been on the full-time staff with Campus Crusade for, for Christ for over 29 and a half years, retired from that at this point. He's been on mission trips in eight different countries, worked with the National Day of Prayer for 25 years. He is an ordained Southern Baptist minister. Uh, he has been retired for the last 11 years, but he is still doing ministry. He has so much energy. He and his wife are both Texans. They love hunting and fishing. Oh, yeah. Bird hunting. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they especially love spending time with children. Uh, welcome, Jim McGee. It is great to have you with us. But, friends, I've run us right up to the end of our first segment. So you're going to hear from Jim and what he has come today to share with you that you are not going to want to miss. Stay with us for a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back with you right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love, ladies. We're so excited that you have found us today. There is a reason that you are here, friends. Happy Saturday morning to you. Our special guest, Jim McGee. Jim, I love having you here. I finally remember the first time I met you at a governor's prayer breakfast. Um, actually, I think, nope, I think it was actually at um, it was at the Capitol, but it was at a um, like a Bible study uh, for, in the Capitol building, and that's where I first met you. And I just thought you were so cool back then, and you're still cool now. <laughs> um, you're just so fun to be around, so vivacious, so much energy, and just love Jesus. Welcome to Love Talk, Jim. Thank you, and it's my pleasure to be here with you, love ladies. <laughs> you like being in this room with these love ladies. Now, Miss Evelyn, you've known Jim for a long time. Well, we've friends. worked together, and I want to say together, Jim, we've uh, it, it just was one of those things that happened and was exciting. Uh, he worked, was working at Bell's and, uh, they had a sale on, um, men's shirts. And, um, Van, we hadn't been in Austin very long and so I, I'll just get Van some of those and get his name put up here. So I got the, the shirts and I was standing in line and there was a guy in front of me and I kept standing there and so finally um, Jim got to me and uh, I had said something to the guy and he said oh well Evelyn you know yeah, why don't you get in front of me I think he said and I said no because I, I didn't know who he was <laughs> but anyway it turned out he was our neighbor at the lake, up at the lake and um, he walked every day but uh when I when I got my shirts for the van, um, I think Jim was really nice and gave me good service, and and uh, I suddenly realized that the neighbor was behind me. I was ahead of him, and I turned and I said, "Oh my goodness!" Because <laughs> uh, I only saw him in shorts before that, and and so I said something, and and Jim laughed, and so then I said. Oh, uh, uh, I guess I, because I, he had on shorts. Uh-huh. I guess I didn't recognize you because you don't, you're not dressed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you never have shorts on. <laughs> Gee, I, you remember that. I know you do. And he turned around so he wouldn't laugh. And, and I don't know. Who'd, well, you started the work with Campus Crusade, and we did the big billboard thing where mm-hmm. said, I found it. I found it. And the calls were coming from everywhere. Mm -hmm. What have you found? Who is that? And uh, it was during that time that I was at Kixel down closer to to the um, capital. And uh, so we had had you come in and had an interview. And, you know, since then, we've just been like brothers and sisters. Is that right? That's right. And you know what? The biggest thing. Yes, I know where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could, man, could go get him when our computers are down. But, Dan, Jim, we really thank you for being our friend and well, for all that you've done through the years. And the co-coordinator for the Governor's Breakfast for all the years. And the problems that you've helped me solve. Just 
you know, you, you get to the point, you think nothing different can happen, but it always does. Well, and Jim, the last time we had you on the show, it was we were getting ready to have, a you know, a grand governor's prayer breakfast. And obviously that d- did not happen this year due to COVID. Um, but we're excited for next year. And I know that we'll be discussing that later. Miss um, Evelyn, you always like to ask this question. Um, Jim, our, our, some of our listeners might be new to you, um, but could you share with us how you came to know that Jesus loved you? I'd love to, Carrie. Well, in our family, hard work, high moral values, honesty, and helping others, that was commonplace in the McGee home. Mm -hmm. Even though we went to church regularly, I still felt God was far away. I was lonely. My brother and I would fight a lot. He would constantly make me angry. Many times my parents would uh, get on to me about things, and I'd mumble things under my breath that I shouldn't say, but only quiet so no one could hear me. And then one evening, we were at a special meeting. It was like a Tuesday. Uh, I was 12 years old, and it was this. The speaker was talking directly to me. At the end of the meeting, it was like a giant magnet was pulling me to go down front and pray and give my heart to Jesus. And I did. I prayed, and I asked Jesus Christ to forgive me of all my mistakes, and I placed my trust in Him. I invited Jesus Christ to come into my life and make me the person he wanted to be. I had a peace that came over me I had never felt before. On the way home, I knew that if I had a car wreck and and I died, I'd go to heaven. I had that assurance immediately. So God seemed so close to me, not far away like he was before. I wasn't lonely anymore. My life began to change. And I tell people this, and some of them don't get it, and some of them do. But he changed my wanter. My, I didn't want to do the things I used to do. I would still fight with my little brother, but I didn't want to anymore. My language changed. Instead of mumbling things under my breath I shouldn't say, all I could say is God is love. I wanted to tell everyone what God had done and how they could know God is personal God instead of a faraway God. Jesus became my best friend. I talk to him every day and read his word. God is still in the process of changing me and making me more like him every day. And as you can see, it's easy to be excited about knowing Jesus Christ. You know, Jim, I love that. We've had several guests on the past few weeks, and every single person has said that when they accepted Jesus as their personal Savior, that day they felt a peace that they had never felt before. And, friends, you know, I I just, I I love that. That that can't be a coincidence, Miss Evelyn, right? No. Kathy, that can't be a coincidence. Jesus gives us a peace that we've never known before when we say, okay, Lord, you know what? I've been trying to control things, and I can't do it. I am not capable. Why don't you take over? And why don't, why don't we see where this goes from here on out? And that peace, I, we just keep hearing that word over and over mm-hmm. again. And there's got to be something to that. Right, and Ms. we Evelyn? need that, that peace so right true. now we, in the world. Wow. We do, Jim. You know, it was do. like that day I, I t- was talking about it at Bell's. I looked over at this guy and... Uh, I didn't recognize him, and he called me by name, Jim, if you remember. And I said, who are you? And he said, oh, he said, I'm I'm your neighbor. And I said, oh, okay. So when I repeated that, that, that story, I said, oh, I forgot to tell you, um, he... Uh, he had clothes on. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're so you know, proud, Miss Evelyn. No, really. Uh, you know, you don't. And the reason I'm going to make that point is so much with your life. And I've seen it and I know it. And, and God put it there. Is that ability and desire to serve him in a way that people will wake up and come to realize that God made them and they're special. Well, Jim, you know, you, you write this beautiful chapter in Miss Evelyn's book, and, and you call it uh, Adventures, right? The Adventures of Love Walking with Jesus. Um, being a Christian is not boring. No, it's not. I mean, God can take us on some amazing adventures. Now, you have been on 38 
short-term mission trips, doing evangelism, discipleship all over the world, Mexico, Belize, Costa Rica, Russia, India, Sri Lanka, Dubai, and I'm not going to say this right, Kyrgyzstan? How do you say that, Jim? Kyrgyzstan. Okay. Um, Places that we can't even pronounce. What got you interested in missions? Well, as I think back, uh, Matthew 28, 19, 20 says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Well, I never knew that God could really use me. I wanted to share my faith, but I really didn't think he could use me. Hmm. And when I came on staff with Campus Crusade for Christ, I knew God was calling me on staff. But he hadn't called me to be a pastor or a minister. He hadn't called me to lead singing, because that's evident. (laughs) He hadn't called me to do education. And... So basically, what else in the church can he call you to do? So I thought God couldn't use me. And then when I was told about Campus Crusade and how I could be used full time sharing the gospel with businessmen and women, it was like, wow, the Lord can use me. Mm. And he's been using me ever since. And that was my desire was to share Jesus. And God has allowed me to share Christ basically all over the world, which I never would have thought I would have ever been able to do. Adventures. Adventures. Uh, An awesome adventure. So, Jim, we're talking 38 short-term mission trips all over the world, and uh, I know there's one in particular that you do share about in the book, but uh, is there even, you know, taking that one into consideration and all the others is there one that stands out for you as the most life-changing, or was there one where you witnessed kind of an exceptional move of God or, or a miracle, or, or you know, wh- which one? If you had to say, you know, out of all the 38 ones I did, if I could only do one over, it would be this one. Well, I think for me, Belize would be it. Out of the five trips to Belize, mm-hmm. no, excuse me, I, we went on eight trips to Belize. And on one trip with Campus Crusade, we took 22 business men and women into Belize. And we began to share the Jesus film in mm-hmm. schools, in the cities, in the villages, and in the refugee camps. And I can remember... Uh, it was it was just an awesome experience. We had at the end of the I think it was like two weeks. We had twelve hundred people that we know of with the Jesus film that had invited Christ in their life and, mm-hmm. during that one week, and that was so exciting. I was I can remember I was uh, sharing uh, Jesus with a young man uh, at a refugee camp in the jungle of Belize, Mm. and he had accepted Christ and prayed with me. And as I looked down, there was a little black boy, and he was just looking up at me, and I said, uh, ask him, have have you ever invited Christ in your life? He said, yeah. And I said, well, when did you do that? He said, just now. And so I realized that while I was leading this guy to the Lord, the Lord was leading him mm-hmm. to himself as well through me. And uh, his name was Williford. And I have not an inkling what God did with that young man or where he's at or what, but he was there and his heart was willing and and uh, Christ came into his life and changed his life too. Little Williford, that's great. Uh, so 1,200 people in one week. I've never seen that happen. I hadn't either. That just shows you how powerful the Jesus film was. For our listeners that may not know about the Jesus film, could you give a little short snippet about what that is? Yes. uh, Campus Crusade took the uh, Gospel of John, and they put it into a film. And so every word that is said on the film 
is taken out of the scriptures and then they use the people. And so it's like you're seeing Jesus walk and heal and and share and be crucified and everything for them. And it's just a, a you know, you can hear about it, you can read about it, but when it comes to you in living color, it's just something that just grabs your heart. And Paul Eshelman with Campus Crusade, he's the one that put it together. And it's been translated into, oh my gosh, nearly, I think over four or five hundred different languages. Mm. Uh, it's just unbelievable. And it's been shown all over the world. And right now there's an app called the God app that you can actually bring it up on your phone and actually watch it on your phone or let somebody watch it on their phone now. So, man, who can't watch it now? Everybody can. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just awesome. But it's the most accurate depicted uh, film of Jesus' life that we have for the simple reason they used only the gospel to do it. Only those were. I love that God says, you know, his word is alive and active and sharper than a, a double-edged sword and that his word will never return void. And so it's amazing just to see what his word goes out there and accomplishes in the hearts of people. And, I mean, Jim, when you're willing to go out there and take it to them, it's like a, a refreshing cup of water. Yes, I, and another thing I'll share real quickly, another trip, I went into Mexico and up in the mountains, interior, and we were sharing. And I had the privilege of having my mom with me oh, and wow. my son, three generations on a mission trip. And that was just exciting to see God use all three of us in an awesome time like that so that was that was another real special time for me too absolutely you know jim um we've worked together 30 about 33 years i think i tried to work that last night my brain yeah. the calculator died. somewhere around there <laughs> yeah. you get our age time doesn't mean much <laughs> you know one of the greatest missions uh, there are two that has ever hit the city is Campus Crusade mm-hmm. and National Day of Prayer. Yep. The I Found It campaign where they had the billboards and shared Christ with everybody in the Austin area, and it was awesome. And same with National Day of Prayer. Unbelievable. Well, let's, let's talk about a couple of things for National Day of Prayer. Uh, I remember probably one of the first times I went to Colorado Springs for training, you went with me, just mm-hmm. you and I. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Van couldn't go because he had a sales thing going. Um, and I was absolutely astounded at the organization that had drawn people that wanted to know, first of all, the love of the Lord Jesus, and secondly, how they could help, how they could serve him. <clears throat> yeah. That's been a long time ago, and from that point on, you have been, you and I have been partners with uh, National Day of Prayer and the Capitol event. What has been the hardest thing uh, for you in making all the, the, what was the hardest thing you had to deal with in all these years that we have served together uh, with National Day of Prayer? The hardest. Yeah. Mine, I'm going to tell you what mine was, was when we didn't collect enough money to pay the bill. And you and I had to go into a hotel. Yeah. And uh, just, I mean, it was like $1,200. And in those days, that was a lot of money. Uh, And we prayed before we went in there. And uh, that was. Uh, 25, 25 years ago, because it was one of the first mm-hmm. of the two or three issues of the Good News Journal. And so we sweet-talked them <clears throat> and gave them a full page in the Good News Journal to get on board with National. That, that hotel has not, we have been there, how long now, 26 years? Yeah, at least that, yeah. 
You guys have such a history, Miss Evelyn. I love that. And uh, just well, he's together. got a really good, sweet wife, and and, <laughs> and <laughs> fans <laughs> always excited for somebody to come along and help me do some of. <laughs> you know, you asked me what was the hardest. I think yeah. with with that, would every year something happens health wise. One year, my wife came down with breast cancer. Another year, Evelyn's had some problems. Another year, somebody lost their mom. I mean, like on the board, it works with us. Seemed like every time some, we get ready, Satan is just going to try to discourage us. Mm-hmm. But he can't do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I saw uh, the power of the prayer breakfast. Uh <clears throat> The press, uh, the governor called me and I mean himself called me and asked if he could speak at, at, we didn't call it governor's breakfast. We called it the National Day of Prayer. That was a major turning point, uh, for me to think that, you know, it is valuable for big. So we, from that point on, we established major, major, uh, events around and, um, and in the course of these years, uh, you have worked so hard. We have a really nice gift for you, and it's at our house. <laughs> you know, this is something that, that, that I'm thinking of. You know, Miss Evelyn, I've helped you serve with National Day yes. of Prayer, and I've been the city mm-hmm. coordinator in, in Georgetown before I left for Idaho. And I know that we'll have listeners today uh, that think, wow, a short-term mission trip. I would love to do that. I would love to be involved in missions. I would love to get involved with National Day of Prayer. But they don't even know where to start or how to take that step, who to call, who to contact. How do you get involved with something like that, Jim? The easiest way is a lot of people don't even know that maybe the church they're going to, they have summer mission trips that uh, they didn't even, weren't even aware of. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest to, that they, if they're interested that they would go and ask their church, do you do summer mission trips? And if they don't, mm-hmm. well, ask HCBC, Hill Country Bible Church. They do mm-hmm. eight to ten every oh, summer. Now, yeah. do you have awesome. to be do you have to be wealthy to go on a mission trip? Because those things would cost a bit of money, wouldn't they? Well, the neat thing is, they help you to raise the money and let God provide it for you. If God wants you there, He'll raise the money for you. He has on every one of those I did. God raised the money up so I could go. I have a, a friend who does, uh, who organizes mission trips, Mac Bynum, just a brilliant, brilliant man. And he tells me, Kathy, I can't tell you how many times we have been short on sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And at the very last minute, out of nowhere, uh, money will show up in the mail or mm-hmm. someone will put a check in his hand or cash or That's hand right. him an envelope with cash in it and just say, hey, you know, we just kind of took up a collection. We wanted to give this to you or, you know, a check would arrive in the mail and say, I don't know what you're supposed to use this for, but I was supposed yep. to send it to you. And Mac never doubts. Never. He, he never he never questions. He never doubts. He's always like, the Lord's going to provide. The Lord's going to do something amazing. The Lord's got it. He he just never worries about it, ever. And that's so amazing. Um, you know, I, I have a friend that um, went to East Asia a few years ago on a mission trip with, with Hill Country Bible. Um, and they have many branches all mm-hmm. over Central Texas. And so there's, there's a lot of different Hill Countries in any of those have mission trips going on but she raised she actually raised enough money um the lord raised enough money for her to go two years in a row Wow. I mean, she had enough in her bank account where it paid for the whole first year, which is all she wanted, you know, all she thought she wanted, and then raised enough for that second year as well. So you're right, Jim. The Lord absolutely will provide. Well, to give you an example of that, the 20... Nine and a half years of on being on staff of the crusade, we were totally dependent upon people supporting us mm-hmm. just to be able to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And those 29 and a half years, I never had a bill that didn't go unpaid and never missed a meal. And God always provided in all kinds of ways. People I never thought of would send a check in just when we were needing it the most. 
And I remember in California one time our uh, car insurance was due. In California, you definitely want to have your car insurance paid up. <laughs> and so it was like $119.21, something like that. Well, I remember one of Vicky's great aunts, she sent us a check for $100. Oh. And then another great aunt that she had, just out of the blue, sent us a check for $20. (laughs) And neither one of those ever gave us another penny. But they met that need that we had right there. So God is so faithful. He wants to use people in people's lives. And it's just exciting. That's the adventure of the Christian life of watching God work. Well, you are are a great example of that, Jim. And I want to take this opportunity to thank you for all the years that you served National Day of Prayer. And uh, as I step out of the way and you uh, begin to form what we're going to do next year, we're once again, we're going to, we have invited and she has mm-hmm. said yes. And yes. who was that yes? And then Graham Lott. And we had this last year, we did a video with her. So mm-hmm. that was our governor's prayer breakfast we actually put it on as a video so people could watch and we had like 533 people that showed they viewed that and it was like whoa she did an excellent job and that was such a brilliant thing for you to do jim to think out of the box okay how can we still keep people engaged and um, I'd love to hear more about that when we return from our break. I also want to ask you about a special mission trip that you took to a largely Muslim nation and uh, talk about what happened there on that trip when we return to Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You found the love ladies and Jim McGee, our good friend. I can't tell you um, just what a blessing Jim is. I, I bet every kid in America would love to have a grandpa like Jim. I, guess you're so, I bet you're just so fun hunting and fishing and doing all the outdoorsy things and all of that. Um, you know, Jim, I, I appreciate your time here today, and I, I especially love the title of your chapter in Miss Evelyn's book, Love Walking and Love Talking, The Adventures of love walking with Jesus. And um, we don't live boring lives as Christians. Boy, um, God just presents adventures for us if we're willing to follow. And you have been so willing to follow all these years. Uh, In your book, you share about a particular trip to Kyrgyzstan, which is largely a Muslim nation. 86% Muslim. Um, I'm sure that this took a lot of preparation to get ready for this trip. Um, And on the trip, you needed to find a bookstore to purchase a Bible, and you were amazed at what you found. Tell us about this adventure. Yes. Well, the adventure of getting in there without a visa was also an adventure, too. (laughs) Man, but God wanted me there, I think, for this very reason. But we led 29 Muslims to the Lord in one week, just going door to door and sharing. And the Muslim for spiritual laws in their language. Wow. And we wanted to give them Bibles. So mm-hmm. after that, we went to a Christian bookstore in this Muslim country and was surprised we even found that. And I was looking around thinking, my gosh, you know, a Christian bookstore in here. And so I saw the manager and I went over and talked to him a minute and I said, Tell me, how many Bibles do you sell a month? I mean, how do you keep your doors open? He says, oh, we sell about 800 Bibles a month. What? I like to fell over. Okay, I couldn't I thought believe it, it. It's illegal, according to Sharia law, for a Muslim to have a Bible. Oh, like it's you, death penalty. If you have a, if you have a, get caught with a Bible in your, in, in your family, they can literally kick you out of the home and have you stoned because of that. And I'm just like, Whoa. And this one gal, we went to her door and, and shared with her, and we asked her if she prayed and invited Christ from her life. And we asked her if she had a Bible. And she walked off and gone a little bit, and she came back, and she had newspapers. And she began to unwrap these newspapers, and there was a Bible. And she told us that if her yeah. uh, brother that she was living with, if he knew she had that, he could he would he could have her put in prison. Jim, I have a question mm-hmm. for you because you know in our nation right now a lot of people are living under fear and anxiety and you know this potential you know death. You, it, you know I've heard of COVID called the death virus and all this, but yet it, I could see that if 
there was a big uh, father home or big brother home and he didn't want this, y'all could be in danger very, very quickly. We had to be very, very, very careful in what we said and, and what we did. And yet, even though you had to watch your words, you would still see people come to know Christ. Oh, yeah. And we had uh, this gal, we hooked her up with one of the missionaries was there so she could go and get discipled kind of mm. secretly and go visit her and, and she, they could uh, teach her more about God's Word. And so it was pretty exciting to see what God was doing in places like that. And here, you know, we have freedom and yet we don't even take advantage of the freedom we do have. And, you know, I've heard it said that, uh, you know, with the way that the United States is, with so many nationalities living within our borders, we do not need to go uh, to another country. And, you know, I've been reading the Tom Doyle's books, and, you know, when Mm. I see uh, a Muslim woman now in the grocery store, I handle it completely different than I used to. It used to be like, okay, no eye contact, just, you know, look the other way and, you know, just don't engage, don't engage. And now eye contact, big smile, and if they're willing to engage, have a conversation. And Well, you know, the one thing about that is I shared about how God gave me a peace when I invited him into my life, I just had a peace and have had it ever since. That is the one thing the Muslims do not have. Mm-hmm. They have no peace. Yes. They don't know if they're going to go to heaven or not. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's going to happen to them. They have no peace. And Christ is the only one that gives peace. And right now, more pe- more Muslims are coming to the Lord right now than we've ever seen before. Any yeah. time in history, that mm-hmm. is true. I've heard that throughout the Middle East. You know, East through and- the years when, with the international ministry that we had uh, with all the churches in Austin uh, helping us teach uh, students or student wives. Through, and we, we did that about 40 years. Every week, we would have one come back crying and covering their face because they were under penance because they took home something that represented God or took home a Bible or something. And so they, we, once we learned that, we did the, the, the newspaper thing. Yes. The good news. Well, Always good to have good news. And it yeah. just strikes me, Jim, like you said, you know, we live in the most free country in the world. Yes. And we have um, the ability to knock on our neighbor's door and invite them to church. We have the ability to speak freely um, words of affirmation about our Lord and Savior, yet um, we, we see that we don't, right? You know, yeah, we have a fear, fear of sharing, fear talking, of sharing. What will people say or well, think? What are, yeah, what are people going to say? And, well, they may not like me. Well, in a lot of countries, you can be put to death Correct. for your faith in Jesus here I think it's a small price to pay for someone not to like you or accept you um, or you feel like they don't like you or accept you whenever, you know, in other places you could die for your faith. And it just makes you think about what are we willing to do for our Lord? He gave up his life so we didn't have to. He took the penalty so we didn't have to. He took it on himself. But yet we're scared. And um, it just it's just keep those wheels turning right Mm -hmm. about what am i doing what me personally what am i doing to share my faith each day here in america where i am free to do so well doesn't it say in the bible that for every sinner that comes to christ like there's a little party in heaven like even the angels rejoice and you think how many parties can we that should be our goal to like (laughs) keep them busy partying in heaven with all Mm -hmm. of the uh, people that come to know jesus christ as their lord and savior that's a that's a good goal jim i have a question for you you know at the end of all of our programs we always encourage our listeners to you know it's saturday we encourage them to find a church and go to church and now you know now we even have online options um okay now jim if you were going to church this sunday and our listener listening friends wanted to know somebody when they went to church will you be wearing something in particular if they go to hill country (laughs) bible which hill country bible do you go to i go to the hc the the northwest one the main campus and they're just now getting back to having uh, people opened up and are starting. We haven't started you back up again. We're still online. I'm still doing it online. And very soon we'll probably get back into it. But uh, everybody at 
Hill Country is very friendly. It will any of the campuses. I think the Hill Country, uh, the uh, main campus, and Steiner Ranch campus are the two that are open, and they have services at nine and ten forty-five. And some of them require you to wear a mask. Some of them require you to wear a mask while you're seated. Some of them don't require a mask. So they're trying to make it where it's pretty good. But this Sunday, they're taking first through fifth graders to come to Sunday school. First time since the Chinese virus hit. Mm -hmm. So the kids can now come to church with their parents and go to their own Sunday school, which is a... Uh, a plus for most parents yeah. wanting to go to church. To and get the kiddos that. there. I tell you, because now's a great time to check out churches. When Eric and I moved up to Idaho, we said, okay, we're going to visit five different churches before we make up our mind because, you know, we kind of know ourselves. Once we mm-hmm. choose a church, it's like, You're that going. is it. In it I for mean, the long haul. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I don't care if you, you know, decide all of a sudden that you didn't like that particular message or that particular song or that particular youth group. Once we choose, then we stay. That's a commitment to that church family. But now you could check out five different churches online oh, yes. and then decide which one yes. to go to. Sure Great can. opportunity. But hcbc.com okay. and go online. They have them. Uh, you can see the ones they they had the week before and even months before. Or you can hit online live and actually at nine you can actually see the service being okay. I like it. On Facebook and the website. I think we really need to pray for our pastors at this particular time. Mm -hmm. Um, One of your pastors died two weeks ago Mm -hmm. out in Pflugerville. These are times that um, uh, the stress and the strain of leadership Mm -hmm. is such that it's it's almost deafening. So as we would close today and talk about how important it is that we know the Lord Jesus in a way that every thought that goes through our heads might might say might tell us that we are created for God, not just by Him, but for Him. And I'm going to read that scripture. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it. Understanding, but the correction of fools is folly. Yes, we have to really be careful as we speak for for the Lord, as we work for the Lord, as we give for him, that we would connect with him every day in some method of praying and trusting him. Yes. Now, Jim, absolutely. Thank you, Miss Evelyn. How can our listeners find you? What's your email? My email is Jim, F is in Fred, McGee, M-C-G-E-E, Jim F. McGee at N-D-P, National Day of Prayer, Austin.org. Awesome. If Thanks. you can't get him, call me. Ah, that's right. <laughs> He's probably at my house working on the computer. Well, Jim, we appreciate that. We know that you are the new director of NDP for the Austin area. You took over from Miss Evelyn and have just stepped up to that and are doing amazing things. We look forward to having Angram Lotz. Uh, next spring 2021 at the uh, uh, state prayer breakfast and friends it's been a great time we hope that you have connected with christ today as you've connected with us and we pray for love to be in your life as you love walk and love talk with jesus christ if you want to call us you call us on the love line 512-249-6535 if you want to get a bible of your own if you want to find out more about this loving relationship with jesus christ we're Happy to talk with you, send you a Bible. Friends, until next Saturday, we'll look forward to being with you. I'm Kathy Endebrock from Coach Carrie Brinkater, Miss Evelyn Davison. We'll look forward to be with you next week on Love Talk.